0: Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests His word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Say, divine health, divine health. is my portion. It's my listen, one of the fundamental requirements for faith to work in someone's life is what you say. Yes. So faith can't work if no one is talking. Because the source of faith is the word of God. All right, So word must go out. So when word comes, someone must speak the word that has come. So that's why sometimes we say things like, say it. That's why sometimes some smart spiritual people say, amen. Because you are, you are connecting your word based on what you say. The Bible says that be it unto you according to your faith. Even salvation, you can't be saved if you don't see. It says, for we believe with the heart and with the mouth. Confession is made unto salvation. So if you don't confess, you will land onto it. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. So we believe. Your heart your heart can be full of belief. Oh, I believe, I believe. It's not enough. Unless it results in what you say, it can't help you. Salvation is based on what we say. Praise the Lord. Alright, so, um, God can't help us without faith. Now, I want you to say that healing, say, healing, healing is, my right is my right in Christ, Christ, Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Healing, healing is, my is my portion in Christ, in Christ, Jesus. Christ Jesus. Good, health, Good health. Sound health, sound health, is my covenant portion my covenant in, Christ Christ Jesus. in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Health is what God has blessed us with. Healing is like recovery program. You are being brought from a state into a health, a state of not being in good health into a state of being in good health. Okay? So, um, when, you have, when you are sick, it's not a sign that God is against you. It's not a sign that you, that you don't have faith. Okay? Sickness is not always a sign that someone does not have faith. Let's get that right. It's very important. It's not a sign that you don't have faith. It's not a sign that God is not with you. Alright? Um, but then, it's a sign that if you believe God, you can move from that state to a better state, which is health. All right. So you don't need to be sick in order to enjoy health. You have to believe God that you can walk in divine health. Right. Now, But if you are sick, according to Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 22, he said, I like that scripture so much. Some of you old, old school guys, you will like it. What does it say? One more time. One more time. Is there and he so, says, is there no physician there? Why, why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughters of my people? So your health can come under attack, but because there is, bam, in Gilead. God is a healing God. Say amen. amen. Yes. God heals. Jesus Christ heals us. So he came to save us. Now, once you are saved, healing is part of your benefits. In Hebrews, the Bible says that, I like this text. Hebrews talks about how he is also able to save to the Uh uttermost. He is able to save us completely. He is able. Say he is able. Hebrews 7 25. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost. Do you know what it means? He's saving you completely, he's saving you absolutely. It's not a partial salvation, but it's a comprehensive cover. So he said, he's able, also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him. Since he's always limited to make intercession for you. Your health is covered. Sir, my health is covered. Your health is covered covered in Christ. What do you mean that I'm born again, but he can't heal me? The devil is a liar. Romans chapter 8 verse 32 He said that if he did not spare his only son But gave him up freely for us all How much more will he not also give us With him He's giving you Jesus Why can't he give you health You know what? Jesus is healing He himself is our healing Shout hallelujah Hey Listen if you are not feeling well Know that there is a package and a portion of healing for you He said, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician? Why are my daughters, my daughters, my people sick? The devil is a liar. I see someone receiving healing now. I see someone receiving healing now. Now may I submit to you, if you are a bit old or matured, you must have discovered that by now that it's not every sickness doctors can heal. Watch this. So if you are born again, you are part of the covenant. Hmm. Covenant entitlement you come into is good health. If you become born again, or when you are born again, or if you become born again, it's covenant entitlement that comes with it. Covenant health is your entitlement. Sometimes, if you don't know, you don't cash in. But what if I'm born again and I'm sick? There is power. There is healing in the name of Jesus. All right, So there is healing in Jesus' name for you. If you look through the scriptures very carefully, there are several places people were sick and they, they, they were prayed for and they were made healed. All right, So now, I want to... Uh, okay, Romans chapter 8 verse 11 talks about if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, then that spirit will quicken your mortal body. Your mortal body is physical body. This body that is is, is created, that dies, the mortal body, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. King James uses, he will also quicken physical body. So it comes with physical benefits. Hallelujah. Now, when you come to the issue of communion in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, when Paul was dealing with uh, people not taking the communion seriously, he said something that some of you Do this thing. That is why some of that's why some are sick and die. All right. So that means that even the communion, there are spiritual activities that can guarantee healing and health. Do you understand that? But I want to focus more on health. What are the things that you do to enjoy divine health on a constant basis? Divine health is your portion. Is what your covenant right. Says my covenant right. says Divine health is yours. And so then, why is it that some people fall sick even though we are born again? That's why I'm I'm talking about these things. There are things you can do to keep your health intact. Got it? Got it? it. Good. So there are things you can do to keep your health intact. I want to tell you four quickly. Number one. Who can tell me if you want to uh, be in good health? These are not strange things. The same things you know already. I'm going to just give you the things you know already. You said covenant practice, yes? Studying the word of God. Wow, that's a powerful one. Yes? Healthy eating. Let's all repeat what she said. Healthy eating. You see? So healthy eating is is just rational for everyone alive. If you don't eat healthily, you will die quickly. (laughs) That's right. In spite of what Jesus has done on the cross. If you don't eat healthy, you will die what? Quickly. quickly. Oh, health is my portion. And you are just downloading all kinds of junk into your system. The things others don't want to eat, they say, oh, hold oh, no, on, leave it. I'll come, leave it for me. <laughs> Everything in the, in the house, no food goes waste because your body is there. But the point here is that, brothers and sisters, if you don't, if you don't check what you eat, you will suffer unnecessarily, so long as your health is concerned. Say diet. Yes. How many of you have discovered that? You know what? That's what I don't want most of us to go through, and I'm, I'm working on this years, so I don't so I don't have to go through it. People get to a certain age and they realize, oh, I can't eat this. I can't eat this. I can't eat this. I don't have to eat this. Because you've eaten a lot of it. It's not affected. You, are, you, someone, you go somewhere, they ask you for tea. You say, oh, I want eight sugars, five sugars. Oh. And they say, oh, no, it's not too much. I say, hey, me anything. Bring it on. I can't eat anything. I can't eat anything. I mean, all those things. And then when you finish eating, you say, as for my stomach, it doesn't know whether it's night or day. <laughs> We are supposed to eat to live, but many people are eating to die. (laughs) Because doctors will check, what have you been eating? And God has packaged a lot of blessing into natural things. So if you don't eat well, uh, there are certain types of food. If you keep eating them on a regular basis, brother and sister, there's no guarantee for good health. There's no guarantee. To have good health for a long time, diet. Say diet. diet. That way you don't have to be born again. If you get it right, at least there is a certain level of enjoyment, health enjoyment you will have. But it does not guarantee, it doesn't guarantee comprehensive sound health. Because some people are dieting very well. And they are also dying quickly. So it's not just diet. Now... Do you understand, so don't just say that it's just diet, diet. You have to be careful about what you eat and what you download in your system. You may say that my friend has eaten and nothing happens, so me to account. You never know your case. Hello, one is what healthy eating. Number two, First Timothy chapter four, verse seven and eight. You should know that someone said it earlier. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. And look at verse 7. It said, reject profane and old wife. Profanity there is not vulgarity. Profanity there is anything that, that despises spirituality or godliness. Okay? Like Esau, what is. And exercise yourself unto godliness. This is just a bonus because I love to read the text. Now, my actual text is, is verse 8. Let's look at verse 8. Because it says that bodily exercise, hey, that's what. Okay, I want you to read up to The the first line and leave the eh, A there. We want to read the first line. Does it make sense? Let's read it out loud. Good. Let's read it again. Let's all say, bodily exercise exercise, profits. One more time. Read it louder, please. Praise God. So that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that bodily exercise profits, but relatively, yeah. its profits is far less. So, that is a comparative state language. But the, the truth is that the truth of the fact is bodily exercise profits. I think scientists have said that if you exercise regularly, you, you extend your life by 15 years. Exercise, just simple exercise. Simple exercise. Walking. Uh, going, jogging. You have to exercise. You have faith in it. Sometimes you are getting up and your bones like old dusk It has not got anything to do with age. It has everything to do with exercise. Exercise. Because of exercise. You are not guaranteeing your good health. Exercise. Exercise will give you some leverage when it comes to soundness of health. I hear that people who exercise regularly, the health experts say that um, certain sicknesses don't really attack you easily. Even if you exercise regularly, diabetes is not easy to attack, they hold you down, and a lot of others. But if you don't exercise, the cholesterol builds in your system, sugar levels build in your system, and it's not good. So wh- why are you teaching these things? Yes, it's the truth which a lot of people they, they want to shortcut, so short-circuit the, the, the path God has given us. But I need to tell someone that if you want to, I discovered, if you want to have longevity in soundness of health, you need to exercise. You need to, you need to eat well. Okay. Having said that, some people have been eating very well. They only eat vegetables. They don't even eat anything with blood. Vegetables, a lot of it. When they wake up, vegetables and fruits every day. But when you look at them, you can tell that they're still not as healthy as me. All right? And it's very important. So, but then I discovered now, spiritual people, this is where now we lift up the bar. We have an upper hand over people who are not born again. That's what I'm going to show you now. So once you are health, you are exercising and you are eating well, the next thing that will guarantee, I discovered, that will guarantee confident health is consecration. Say consecration. Consecration. What do you mean consecration? Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 8. Let's read it out together. Let's go. He who digs a pit will fall into it and whoever breaks through a wall will be beaten by a serpent. Uh Uh-uh. King James talks about he who breaks the hedge. If you break the hedge, protection, the wall of protection, if you break it, the serpent is waiting. When Balaam was hired by Balak to go and curse the people of Israel, and he would curse, the thing would turn into blessing. He would curse and it would turn into blessing. He would curse and it would turn into blessing. He said, I can't do anything about it anymore. He said, because God has not beheld iniquity in Israel. People, when there's, in not, there's not iniquity in, our, in, in your system and in your, in your life, sin can, uh, sorry, sickness can lay hold of easily. Because sickness is of the devil. In John chapter, um, John chapter nine, verse one actually. Yeah, John chapter nine, verse two. But well, let's read it verse nine, one and two. Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. Did you see that? Blind from birth. Now look at his disciples who were spiritually minded, sensible guys. Look at their reaction. Consider, listen to what they said. Verse 2. Verse 2. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind. Did you realize what they were thinking? They knew. It was a common knowledge that there is a correlation between sin and sickness. That is why the Bible says that bless the Lord my soul who forgives your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Please watch the sins that is knocking at your door. Because that will give the devil an access way to attack you the way he wants to. He may not be able to kill you, but then when there are weakness in the world, crevices in the world, the enemy comes through those weaknesses. Many people don't have him realize that so we are born again we are enjoying god but we feel we, every now and then because anyway i sin, i won't go to hell possibly and so we just live in here but you don't know that it opens the door for the enemies to for the enemy to attack look at james chapter chapter 5 verse 15. it's very interesting text i want you to notice something that the scriptures say james chapter 5 verse what 15 he says that verse 14 says that is any amongst you is any amongst you what is any amongst you all sick? sick. Alright, so so watch this. That means that they're there amongst you. Amongst which people? Is it amongst human beings? No. Amongst the believers. Any amongst you sick, let him call the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Did you see that? So, ah, I'm sick. Why did he say that take him to the doctor's office? This kind of there are certain kinds of sickness that really require not only medical attention, it also requires some spiritual attention. And go to the next verse, verse 15. Look at this very interesting. He said, and the prayer of what? So prayer will save the sick. Ha! No, that save there is not salvation for heaven. It's talking about save him from the sick situation. Alright? And so that the prayer of faith will save the sick. It's medication that saves the sick. Hello. And look at the next verse. And the Lord will raise him up. Let's read the last part together. Let's go. And if he has committed sins, there is a connection, a possible connection with sin and sickness. I discovered that. Spiritual brother, spiritual sister, you are so much on fire. You love God. You love Jesus. And the enemy can attack you. But if there's a you make it, you, you create the gap, you create the way by whatever you call sin and you allow yourself to be indulging in it comfortably. God will forgive me. And then you go again. And say, oh God, I know you know I'm struggling to deal with it, but please forgive me again. I'll go tomorrow again. God will forgive. The Bible says that a man will reap what he sows. I don't like the way it starts. It said, don't be deceived, for God is not mocked. I don't like that at all. It's not friendly. It doesn't sound friendly. It's not user friendly. (laughs) Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. It said, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Then he said, whatever you, anyone, a man sows, he shall reap. So that means that if you don't reap, that God is is being mocked. It's it's, it's not not a nice scripture, but it's the the truth. (laughs) Hello. So sort out that thing that keeps tempting you to fall into sin. Because the repercussion it could it could open the door for the enemy to attack your health, so that watch this so that that covenant health you are supposed to be permanently walking in becomes questionable or becomes uh, undermined. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, just, it's the truth. There is a correlation between sin and sickness. In the book of John, chapter five, verse fourteen, it's quite an interesting text. John five fourteen. And he found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more, less aware. Ah! Who said that? Everything Jesus said is in red. It's called Red Letter Edition. Buy some Bibles like that, okay? It can help. Now, if you have it, you see that that statement is in red. Jesus said it. If yeah, we can tell, Jesus, after all, found him in the temple and Jesus said to him, Oh, you have been well now. Good. He said, go and sin no more, lest a worse thing will come on you. Why should you say that? Because there is a direct correlation between sin and sickness. Hello. So now I'm not saying watch this, watch this, please. Let's get this right. Some people are so spiritual to the extent that unless they don't see you are having headaches or you are not feeling well, they say you have been sinning. Please never judge and conclude why someone is not well even you the believer is not healthy to be saying that I'm not well because I went I, I fell into sin it's not healthy to think like that because then the devil can capitalize on that and let you know that you you have to suffer you can't be healed and then it becomes it begins to undermine the efficacy of your faith all right so I hardly will say that someone is sick because of sick sins but we can tell from scriptures that sin will open the door for sickness. So then, if you want to enjoy longevity of covenant health, then we have to check that area of sin. Check it, deal with it, watch it, watch it, watch it. It's going to open the door of sickness. Watch it. I'm not saying every sickness, Jesus even proved it in John chapter 9. That it says that it's not them, it's not the only disciple as who sinned. Jesus said, No, it's not him. No experience, but for the glory of God to be. So it's not every sickness that is has sin behind it. So leave that sister alone. Leave that brother alone. Stop saying that they must be sinning. They should confess to you. There's something they are hiding. They should confess to you. Leave them alone and mind your own. Anytime the enemy wants to strike at you and he's not finding any way, he'll find some temptation to come. One of the things that open the door very fast is sexual sins. Hmm. Say mm. You don't feel well in your body. Every day you come for prayer line. <laughs> we pray, and then when you go, you go and open the door, the enemy come. The enemy come. And then we pray again, and then we begin to drive the enemy. It's driving back. We are trying to drive and close the tunnel, but you two, you have left it. So we are driving, and then later on, you, you, you go, and then it comes, and then every time, Brother, maybe this thing that you have been doing, maybe it's affecting you. Yeah. Maybe it's affecting you. I'm not, saying that's, I'm not saying that's the cause. But since we don't know the cause, and we know that these things can open doors for your health to come under attack, then why don't you check that one? And then later, if you have checked it and everything is tight, then you can and the thing still persists. He says that if symptoms still persist, consult your doctor, David. <laughs> <laughs> <Shout> hallelujah! hallelujah. <laughs> I think we should know these things because yes. the devil wants to kill you he came to steal, kill and destroy and so once the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 it says give the devil no if you give him one store, he will take your whole house so don't give him access okay Sexual sins, say sexual sins. Bible says that he who commit, um, enters in sexual sins sins against his own body. No. Your body itself, you are, you are bringing your body under unnecessary challenge. What again can you do to your body apart from illness? And then unforgiveness and bitterness. They open the door for sickness very easily. That's also unforgiveness, bitterness is lack of consecration. A consecrated person deals with the spirit of unforgiveness and bitterness. Is somebody learning something? A consecrated person deals with unforgiveness. And bitterness he will say, he yeah. has to be this thing they are done against me when you, even when you are asleep I can't let go and the thing is killing you, you sit there and say, I can't let go it, it's you, you are you are you are your age your face has wrinkled about 15 times your age because you are so bitter in life it will change the texture of your sins how many of you ladies and gentlemen are uh, well, aware that when you are under pressure and depressed, it affects the, the, your skin texture. Yeah. How many of you agree with me that good health is nice? I don't know how many of you have been sick before. Some of you don't look like you've ever been sick. But I have before and I hate sickness. I don't like sickness. Nice food you can't even eat. Oh, oh is it true? You can't even eat. No, the nurses here will tell you, when you're a nurse and you're in the hospital, when people are in the hospital, people are sick. One of the signs of health that they are recovering is that they begin to do their hair. They begin to use their mirror. So, sickness, I don't like sickness. So I need to do something about this whole thing. We all get tempted by sin. We all get tempted by sin. But I discovered if I don't deal with it, you can be preaching faith and your health is not secured. Because the devil has found a loophole and is using it from tonight Jesus said in John chapter 5 verse 14 go and sin no more in John chapter 8 verse 7 10, he says that why are all your accusers he said uh, uh, me too I don't accuse you but go and sin no more go and sin no more tell somebody I think God is talking to you and I am I saying something spiritually sens- sensible and then finally number 4 what's number one diet Diet. Diet. number two exercise Exercise. number three and number four faith oh yes I mean you can't receive from God without faith so Jesus has done it for us it's all available for us it's part of the covenant package but you ain't gonna enjoy it you can't enjoy it outside of faith okay Bible talks about he being the author and the finisher of our faith. Our faith starts and it ends. A, so from beginning to the end, it's all faith. The, 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 they just shall live by, faith. by what? By faith. So how come you want to walk in health if you are not going to do it by faith? And any later die, I'm about to die, I'm about to die, Ay, I'm about to die. Ay. The devil is liar, But please, before you begin to say the devil, I cannot be sick, make sure you check the sin door. And check your mouth door, the things you are eating. Uh, check that door. And then add some exercise. Okay? Add some exercise. But exercise is not the big thing, depending on your age, actually. But when you cross some age, please, if you don't exercise, you just become weak. That's actually... Lack of exercise makes you weaker, and weaker, and you become a weaker vessel. But the point I'm making is that anointing flows through a healthy vessel. Yeah. So the weaker you are, you pray a little bit, you are tired. You are praying for people, you are preaching, and... <sighs> 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 <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. By God, I'm talking about. So it's, it's necessary to know that that if you don't exercise, your body will be weaker, and it's not Shout faith Faith. in James chapter 5, verse 15. He says that and let them pray over him and the prayer of faith. Prayer of faith gets the job done, not just prayer. Healing goes with faith. Faith. Healing goes with faith in Matthew chapter 8, from verse 8 to 13. A man came to Jesus centurion, He said, "My servant, my daughter, my servant lies home about to die." And Jesus said, "I'm going to come home with you." He said, "Jesus, don't come home. Hey, don't come home. I'm a man and authority." And I said to this one, go. And he goes. I said, this one, come. And he comes. So I know you, are, you have the power. Only speak the word. Matthew 8, 8. He told, she, he told him, only speak the word and my servant will be, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word and my servant I speak the word is enough. The word is enough. Do you know why he said that? Do you know why he said that? Go to the next verse, let me show you something. Go to verse 10, verse 10, let me show you something. When Jesus said it, he marveled and said to those who followed, I surely, I said, I've never found such, what? Great. Great. That was the definition of faith. Faith was at work. So Jesus said, that is faith. Faith said that, don't come, don't come home. I'll be, my servant will be woe. Did you see that? So faith is not looking for pity. Ephesians chapter four, verse 14, that you no longer be children tossed and to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And the the, the it talks about the lies by which they, they lie away to deceive. Paul said, when I was a child, I thought like a child. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. When I was a child, I thought like a child, I spoke like a child, I raised like. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So in First Corinthians chapter 14, I think someone 21, he said, when it comes to when it comes to sin, you have to be children. But when it comes to uh uh, what do you call it? Righteousness. and It says that we are adults. So don't be... Don't. Jesus said, unless you embrace chi- uh, the kingdom like a child, there is a difference between childishness and childlikeness. Childishness is negative. Childlikeness is positive. Positive willingness to embrace God's word without suspicion. That's childlikeness. And so Jesus said, unless you embrace the kingdom like a child like these children, you will not see God's blessing or something like that. But childishness is negative. You're not growing, throwing tantrums, anything can upset you, any little thing that you say, I'm not even going to church again, this thing is not working. I faster and faster and faster. That shows that you are not growing. Who told you fasting is a cure-all? He <laughs> didn't hear what I said. Fasting works powerfully. But some of the results that you have secured by fasting, you, you may not see immediately. It's waiting for an appointed time. That's right. Abraham, if he didn't grow up, when God told him years ago, I'm going to give you a son, he would have given up because he crossed every barrier, physical barrier. I realized that to the extent, the Bible says his body was now dead. Even if his own was only dead, that would have been they have some, but his wife also, this womb was also gone. Say Faith. faith. We, it takes, Jesus said, I've not seen so great faith because the man had faith. He said, you don't need to come to my house. Pastor doesn't need to step in your house. Every time, pastor has never come to my house. As for me, he's been going here and pastor has never come to your house. It's nice if I can come to your house. We are family, but please, let, let's not put the cat before the horse. Let's not major on the minors and minor on the majors. All right? so say faith. The Bible says the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Say the prayer of faith will heal the sick. The The man came to Jesus. He said that, don't come to my house. Just speak the word. Faith was a demonstration. So Jesus said, and guess what? In the verse 13, I think so. In the verse 13, let's look at the verse 13 of that text. The Bible says that, then Jesus said to the Savior, go your way. As you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed when? Jesus had not met him. The man had not gone back home. But when, because of his faith, Jesus said, as you have believed, so shall it be for you. Jesus. There's a connection between your healing or your health and your faith you walk in. Now, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 to 29, the Bible gives us some blind people, blind men. They heard Jesus was passing. And they began to make noise. This one is not blind but Timaeus. So verse 27, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him crying out saying, son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, do you believe? Did you see that? Do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe? You are in church. You follow Jesus to the house. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, the doctor said it. But do you believe I'm able to do this? Do you believe? Do you see what I'm saying? So it starts with, faith is foundational. They came, they were following him, making noise. Hey, Jesus! Hey, Jesus! Hey, Jesus! I think he didn't mind them. He went to the house. They came into the house. So they followed him to the house. And then Jesus Christ, when he sat down, he said to them, do you believe that I am able to do this? And then they said, I like King James. King James said, yeah, Lord. And the same thing, yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Somebody say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Do you believe Jesus is able to help you? Yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm not the Lord, okay? You are saying it to Jesus. Like in Mark chapter 9, you don't have to turn it to, let's stay on this one. But Mark chapter 9, verse 23, verse 21, 22, 23, Jesus asked the man, and the man said, Lord, if you can do it, it will heal myself. Jesus said, if you believe, all things are possible. That's verse 23. And then verse 24 says, the man said, Lord, I believe. Then he remembered, maybe didn't believe properly. He said, help my Lord, help my unbelief. <laughs> 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 That's Mark chapter 9, verse 23 and 24. All right. So it's very important to appreciate the fact that believing in God is foundational. The devil will, will attack your belief. He will attack your confidence in God. He yeah. say, Did God say now you shouldn't eat from this fruit? God is lying. He doesn't want you to you know most of these pastors that have come they just want to collect your money. I don't even know why you should be giving tithe. Look at your condition. Your life is so tight. Why do you have to tithe? This thing is not going at all for you. I know God will understand. The devil is talking to you. He's talking to you. He's talking. Rikitama (laughs) demoni, Cast the devil out of your Jesus told the devil, get me behind me, Satan. You must know when the devil is talking to you. You must know. And that is what spiritual maturity does. And spiritual maturity doesn't come just with time. It comes with application of the, with the word application, applying yourself to the word you have heard. Bible says in Hebrews chapter five, that that by reason of use, from verse 12, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern between both good and evil. So first of all, you need sound teaching. That will point you in the right direction. That is why who teaches you defines what kind of exam you can pass. Have you noticed that? whoever teaches you defines what kind of exam you pass. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Let's go to the point I was talking about in Mark chapter Matthew chapter nine verse twenty-eight. So Jesus told the blind man, "Do you believe that I can heal you?" He said, "Yeah, Lord." Go to the next verse. This listen to what Jesus said. Let's read it together. Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, let it be done. Did you see that? He touched them. From the text we read, the healing was not based on the touch. It's based on their belief and their faith. Because if you have to touch them, you have to ask whether you believe before. Just touch them. For instance, if I have oil in my hands, and I want your spirit to be oily, do I have to ask you, if you believe I touch you, to be oily? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just touch it too. Okay, so so but it's so it's not based on just the touch. The touch of was a point of contact, but the actual healing was based on Jesus said, Be it unto you according to what? Your faith, not according to my touch. There are different touches in the Bible. In Mark chapter five, there's a woman who came and the Bible says that verse, verse twenty seven. She touched, she said to herself, If I can but Mark chapter five, verse twenty seven, if I can only but touch this she was sick. I'm showing people who are sick in the Bible, who faith got them well. There's a correlation between faith and sound health. Amen. Amen. Bible says that, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, the hem of his garments in King James, I shall be made well. She said to herself, she believed it. And then verse 29 says, what does he say? Verse 29 says that immediately the fountain of blood was dried up. She did that. The blood dried. For 12 years, blood was flowing constantly. As soon as she touched him, the blood dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. I feel, I believe someone is feeling your body. You are healed of your affliction in the name of Jesus Christ. She felt in her body she was healed of her afflictions. Go to the next verse, verse 30. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out, turned around In the crowd, where? He was amongst a lot of people. He turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Oh, give me a break for heaven's sake. In the crowd, you are asking who touched your clothes and then go to the next verse. Bible says that, but his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and yet you say, who touched me? Look at the number of people around you. So many people around you. Everyone wants to have a piece of you. They are excited about you. It's like celebrity walking in town without bodyguards, and people are touching you. Oh, uh, autograph! And they asking, "Who touched me?" Now, it's, see, that's what happened. And so the disciples could uh, never could understand the question. They were wondering, "Master, are you okay?" Jesus said, "A lot of people are touching, but there's one touch that had faith behind it." Hey faith draws many people can be touching but only a few will be drawing many people are touching, they are seated here right now but only a few are drawing because you can only draw by faith so somebody drew something out of him, pulled out extracted, she literally extracted it from Jesus without authorization when you have faith, you don't need any further authorization you didn't hear what I said. Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to prove to us all is that there is a direct relationship with the health you enjoy and the faith you walk in. And then um, Jesus said, let, let's finish that text. I, really, I need to finish the text so we can end on that. His disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? Go to the next verse, verse 32. And then and he looked around to see Hey, who had done this? Do you realize he ignored the disciples? He ignored them. They're lecturing him, giving him um, intellectual all kinds of reasons why he ignored them because he knew. See, they missed what he was talking about, but he knew. So after he started looking around, who did this? But the woman realized she couldn't hide anymore. Go to the verse thirty-three. The woman realized she couldn't hide anymore. The next verse. She realized she couldn't hide her. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing, that, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell before him and told him the whole truth. So I, I will admit, this is what I've been through. Why are you sitting on your testimony? Come and tell us the whole truth. <laughs> Amen. Told him the whole truth. In the verse, verse 34, it says that, and he said to him, Daughter, Daughter, let's read it together. Daughter, Daughter, your faith faith has made you. One more time. Daughter, your faith has made you. For the last time. Daughter, your faith has made you. And he said, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. All right, did you see that? So he said, it's the faith that made her well. There's a direct correlation between healing, health, and faith. Brothers and sisters, it's not everyone who can walk in sound health. It's not everyone who can walk in sound health. We need to believe God by faith. Okay, don't put the responsibility of all your sound health on your eating. Right. So what I'm trying to say is that there's no 100% guarantee. Thinking that you ask for me, my diet, my diet. Please, you as a believer, what can guarantee your health? Take care of what you eat as much as you you can and responsibly have to exercise. But the two most important things spiritually get spiritual hands involved by consecration and by your faith. You understand that? This gives you in good health. And I see someone who is enjoying good health. I said, I see someone enjoying good health. Did you get something? Come on, push your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.